Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of Burns Banter, the podcast that takes a fresh look at the life and works of Robert Burns, hosted by myself, Alistair Turnbull. In this episode, we're going to look at a poem called Willie Wassel, which is also known as Sick a Wife as Willie Hood. Now, I'm going to play a recording that I made a couple of weeks ago in Mocklin of this poem. I recorded it at a pub called Pussy Nancy's, which uh, is a pub that Robert went to quite a lot when he was in Mocklin. After I've played that, we're going to go through the poem and I'll tell you all the Scots words, what the meanings are, uh, where they came from. And towards the end, we might even find out who Willie Wassell is, where he came from and how the poem was written, possibly. So let's dive right in and listen to the recording of the poem. Okay, now we're in a place that Robert Burns used to come to in Mocklin. And I'm inspired by this room which is authentic to the time of Burns. Burns may have been sitting in this room 250 years ago, we don't know. Sitting by this very fire. And I'm going to read a poem to you called Willie Wassell. I've chosen this one because my dad used to say it to me, and he used to take great line, a uh, great pleasure in saying the line, "Sick a wife as Willie had, I wouldn't gear a button for her." I remember him saying that quite clearly. So I'm going to recite the poem to you just now. Willie Wassell dwelt on Tweed. This spot they called it Lincoln Doddy. Willie was a wabster gid, could stone a clue with anybody. He had a wife, was dour and done. Old Tinker Major was her mother. Sick a wife as Willie had. A Whitney gear button for her. She has an E. She has but one. The cat has twa the very colour. Five rusty teeth for by a stump. A clapper tongue with Diva Miller. And whisking beard a butter mouth. Her nose and chin, they threaten one another. Sick a wife as Willie had. I wouldn't get a button for her. She's bow-hocket. She's hem-shinned. Ain't limping leg, a hand-breed shorter. She's twisted right, she's twisted left. To balance fair and ilk a quarter. She has a hump upon her breast. The twin of that upon her shoulder. Sick a wife as Willie had. I wouldn't get a button for her. Old Bodderin's by the ingle sits. We are loof, her face a washing. But Willie's wife is nasty trig. She dicts her funsy, we are hussin'. Her wally knees like mitten creels. Her face would file the logan water. Sick a wife as Willie had. I wouldn't give a button for her. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed recording it. I enjoyed my time in Mocklin. That pub, Pussy Nancy's, is only about two or three miles along the road from Mosgiel Farm, which is where Robert lived and worked for a number of years, and he wrote poems such as To a Moose. A good time I had there. Right, the words to Willie Wassell are quite difficult, and I'm going to go through them just now. So the first bit, uh, the first day verse is, Willie Wassell dwelt on Tweed, 
which mean Willie Wassell lived on the by the River Tweed. Uh, the spot they called it Lincoln Dodi. Lincoln Dodi was, uh, or some people say that Lincoln Dodi is just a, a made up place, but uh, others say that Lincoln Dodi was the name of a thatched cottage that was just by the River Tweed, uh, uh, just across from where the Logan Water, which is a tributary to the River Tweed, joined onto the river. And it's also just about two miles from a place called the Crook Inn, which is where Robert used to stay when he was travelling between Dumfries and Edinburgh. He stayed there a number of times. It's quite well documented. So that's where Lincoln Dory is. Uh, Willie was a wabster good. Willie was a weaver. He's a weaver, and it means he's a good weaver. Could stow a clue with anybody. I think that's something to do with weaving, but it could also mean could steal a clue with anybody, but I'm not sure about that one. He had a wife was doer and din. Doer and din just means, oh, you know, crab it. Really annoying, you know, kind of dark persuasion of, you know, just walks about with a cloud above her head. A old tinker major was her mother. That basically means a, the, the head of the gypsies was her mother. Sick a wife as well he had, such a wife as well he had, that means. I wouldn't give a button for her. Basically, I wouldn't touch her with a barge pole. She has an E. She has but ain. I mean, she has an I. She has but one. One eye. The cat has twa. The cat has two the very colour. Five rusty teeth for by a stump. That's fairly self-explanatory. A clapper tongue with Diva Miller. A clapper tongue means a really loud voice, and with Diva Miller means would deafen a Miller, which is quite a big insult because Millers worked in very loud uh, mills. It was, you know, they were used to loud noises. A whisking beard about her moo just means she had like a she had a moustache and uh, hair on her chin. Uh, her nose and chin they threaten either. Her nose was long and her chin was long, and they almost touched together. That's what that means. Sick a wife as well he had, I wouldn't give a button for her. Uh, she was bow hocket and shem hem shinned. Now, bow hocket uh, means bandy legged, and hem shinned means she had crooked shins. Where do we go on to after that? She's twisted right, she's twisted left. The balance fair in Ilka Quarter. Her spine was all twisted, she had a big nose, all that kind of thing. Uh, she had a hump upon her breast, basically a big lump there. The twin of that upon her shoulder, she had, a, she had another hump on her shoulder. Uh, such a wife as well he had, I wouldn't he touch her with a barge pole. Uh, the last verse, Old Bodderins by the Ingle Sits. Now, Old Bodderins is just an old cat. Uh, and an ingle is a fire so the old cat by the fire sits and with her loof her face a washing that means the cat is licking its paw and gently washing its face in a very graceful manner so yeah and with her loof her face a washing that's the cat gently washing its face with its paw and the next line is but Willie's wife is nacy trig means she's not as nice she dicks her frenzy with a hushin now, dicked means wipe. Uh, her, her, her frenzy is her nose, and a hushin is a sleeve. So basically he's saying she wipes her nose with her sleeve, just right in front of everybody. It's just disgusting. 
The next line, her wally neves like middle uh, midden creoles. Now, wally neves are just really big fists. Big fists, big ham fists as a wally neve. And a midden creole is a basket that you carry a manure in. Back in the day, they had animals. They had to clear up the manure, put it in a basket, take it to the fields, empty it out, use it as fertiliser. So he's saying, our big palm hands were as big as baskets full of manure, is what she's, what he's saying there. Her face would file the Logan water. File means a, a foul. Her face is so ugly it would turn the water sour, is what he's saying there. A sick a wife as Willie had, I wouldn't give a button for her. Basically, he did not like Willie's wife. Put it that way. Let's look at the reasons behind this poem. Why was it written? There's several uh, chains of thought about why this poem was written. Some people think uh, it's uh, a political rant uh, that uh, we know no, nothing about. I mean, something that happened that's been lost to history and Robert's written this satirical poem uh, about a political situation. I don't uh, agree with that. I I would rather believe, and I, I th- there's some historical uh, credibility for this, that it's actually about a woman, right? Now, Robert uh, used to travel back and forward uh, from Edinburgh to Dumfries, and he used to stay at a place called the Crook Inn. Now, the Crook Inn is just a couple of miles away from an old thatched cottage that sat on the edge of the River Tweed, just directly across where the Logan Water, a tributary to the River Tweed, joins it. In that cottage, at the time that Burns was travelling about that area, lived a guy called... Gideon Thomas. Now, history is a bit quiet in whether Gideon had a wife or not. It's not actually written down. It's written down that Gideon Thomas lived in this cottage. It was called Lincoln Doddy, uh, and it was two miles from the Crook Inn. What I think has happened, and this is just my personal belief, Burns has been staying in the inn, uh, travelling back and forward between Dumfries and Edinburgh. Gideon Thomas is coming with his wife, Now, whether she was hideous or not, I think she's probably annoyed Burns because Burns has got a bit of a history of writing poems uh, about women in a very derogatory manner if they have annoyed him. If they have really annoyed him, he basically rips them apart in in prose. So I've got a funny feeling that Gideon Gideon Thompson came in with his wife. Gideon was probably quite a good laugh, had a drink with Burns and all the rest of it. And his wife was saying, like, come on, we've got to go home and... It's time to go and leave that woman poet alone and let's go. I think that Burns, in a sort of drunken state, or, or just for to reprimand her, has written, <laughs> written this poem, a Willie Wassell's wife. Now, he's used the name Willie Wassell <laughs> to hide the fact that it's Gideon Thomas's wife, maybe. I mean, the name Willie Wassell actually comes from a children's rhyme. It was a game that children used to play back in the late 1700s. Uh, if a, a boy would be, would be beside like a den he would be defending the den he'd be called Willie Wassell to be a border to the den and other boys would come up to the edge of the border and they would shout the rhyme Willie Wassell I'm at your castle uh, and Willie, the guy playing Willie Wassell would have to grab the boys and drag them over the boundary they would then become Willie Wassell the other guy would get away I uh, it's just an old children's game so he's used this name so Willie Wassell it didn't actually exist 
the children's uh, game got it from a, a thing that happened in the late 1600s when uh, Oliver Cromwell's army besieged a castle in Roxburgh. It was Hume Castle, I think it was called. And it was actually who? Yeah, uh, the governor of Hume Castle was a guy called Colonel John Coburn, uh, who said to the two two, uh, guys, the two colonels that uh, Cromwell had sent, uh, I don't know who Cromwell is, get away, leave me alone. And he sent this rhyme to them. He said... I, Willie Wassel, stand firm in my castle, and all the dogs in your tune will know poo Willie Wassel doon. Unfortunately, the two colonels then bombarded the hell out of the castle and uh, basically turned it to rubble. But uh, that's where the name Willie Wassel comes from. It comes from history. Okay, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you understand more about the poem Willie Wassel, where it came from. I hope you understand more of the Scots words and therefore can enjoy more of the poem. So until I see you next time, Slanjava.